1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
0: FM 104, Sunday Night Live
2: with Cormac Moore. It's Cormac Moore here on Sunday Night Live on FM 104. A quick hello to you, Trey's Michael, on the way home from Limerick. I hope you get home pretty soon. It's getting late now, lads. Uh, tonight we're talking about your worst dates that you've ever been on. Today is Single Sunday. It's the day, apparently, that the most amount of new sign-ups happen on dating apps, whether it's uh, Tinder or Plenty of Fish or Bumble or a lot of them. Today is the busiest day of the year for you to sign up to your dating app and try and sort your love life out. So in celebration of that, <clears throat> I have got a pair of those flask binoculars. You know, the uh, novelty flask binoculars that that lady snuck into Cheltenham and became an internet sensation overnight. I have a pair of those for you. All you need to do is text in three. Uh, 104 for 20 cents, the worst date you've ever been on. 53104 for 20 cents, or give us a call, 6797 FM104. Uh, pick a winner for those in the next, I'm going to say 20 minutes, just after 11 o'clock. You could be going home with those. And, and maybe it'll be some sort of redemption or some sort of consolation for having to endure a horrifically bad date um, that we've all, you know, we've all been on them uh, at least once in our lives. Sean, come here. Uh, this is new Sean, by the way, if you're just listening to the other Sean beforehand. Sean, have you ever wound up on an awkward date situation? Oh, I've had a few of them in me time, yeah. Oh, excellent, sir.
1: Yeah, yeah. One time, I'm, of course, I'm living over in the states at the minute. One time, I um, I went on a date off uh, off on the dating site, yeah. And uh, by the end of it, uh, your one ended up proposing to me.
2: I would just show up, really. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so the date she was she was weird and kind of awkward. You know what I mean? And I felt like I was doing the heavy lifting on the date. We we're just at a bar having a drink and uh, it was, it was, I was just talking and talking I actually ended up taking like four unnecessary bathroom breaks just to get away from her <laughs> <laughs> catch me breath but then we go from there to the, to the next bar and, we, and she creates this insanely awkward moment where she goes uh, come here I don't want to seem too forward but would you mind if I held your hand
2: oh that's weird Sean <laughs> right? can then, I be honest with you right I'm going out with my girlfriend seven years we're still not at hand holding stage
1: <laughs> we're still not there yet you give me, I was hoping you could let me know what it feels like to get there <laughs> uh,
2: that's really weird yeah. so she asked you to hold your hand
1: yeah and then she did the the, the cups hand holding like children do oh no
2: <laughs> like two <laughs> so, hands uh, two hands on two hands
1: yeah so oh, we God. get so we get um, we get to the uh, the next bar and then I'm kind of like thinking how am I going to cut this short so I said to her uh Listen, the reason I haven't really been seeing anyone is uh, uh, I might be getting deported. (laughs) 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 Which felt like a valid way out for me. (laughs) And then she goes, uh, Now, it might be the drink talking, but we can find a way around that. If you want, I'll marry you. Wow. Yeah. so, um, So, hang on, you were
2: getting deported or she was getting deported? Oh, I said I was getting deported just to get out of a second date. Oh, man. Wow, you're like, happy days. I'm out of here. And now, boom. Nope, we're in a bigger <laughs> hole. How
1: did this happen? <laughs> What's the next logical step after <laughs> hand-holding?
2: <laughs> Clearly marriage, man.
1: Oh, but Well, yeah, so, 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 so
2: here. Did, so, obviously, you did, I don't think you married her, did you? No, 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 no. And was she American? Yeah, she was, yeah. <sighs> And she must have just loved the Irish accent so much, did she?
1: Yeah, I think that must have been it. I, I don't honestly know. She told me... The only other thing she told me while on the date was that... And she was only like 24 or that. But this thing about the
2: Americans get married really young, so that was probably like late for her, you know?
1: They do, but you know what's crazy? is She told me while we're on the date that she had been she'd been engaged three times (laughs) (laughs) at 24 and I was like okay right clearly I think she was just the sort of person that just falls in love immediately I know what you you mean were they
2: her last three dates as well she's like been engaged three
1: times so (laughs) I'm hoping I'm hoping one of these will stick
2: (laughs) yeah well it's just a numbers game with her she's like you know what I mean if I get a hundred in there's got to be at least one I can hammer down for a wedding
1: yeah, right, right, right. Oh so that's the, that's the old uh, first date story, anyway. That's, a, that's an impressive one.
2: Uh, I'll definitely yeah. put you in the hat for the binoculars, man. I'm not sure if you need it. binocular flasks, but your, your name's in the draw.
1: I, I'll understand if I don't win shipping to America. It's probably pricey, <laughs> isn't
2: it? It is, and I think I'm buying them in from America as well, and I'm going to be sending them back, so it could be six months before you get them. Ah, uh, listen, come here. <laughs> listen, Sean, obviously the reason I brought you on is because you are uh, about to do something pretty impressive on Friday, which I don't think a lot of other Irish comedians have ever had the opportunity to do. Before you even mention what that is, uh, why why are you in America at the moment? What are you doing over there?
1: So I have been in America the last seven years pursuing stand-up comedy. Um... And yeah, recently, about a month ago, I've, uh, after a series of auditions and traveling and doing comedy here for seven yeah. years, yeah, I found out that I'm going to be, I'm pretty sure, the first ever Irish comedian to perform on The Tonight Show.
2: Woo! Like, yes. man, that, that's The Tonight Show with uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's like, the one. That's one of the longest-running, uh, most-watched late-night shows that gets broadcast to millions and millions and millions of people.
1: That's the one. That's, it started with Johnny Carson, and then it was Jay Leno, and now uh, Jimmy Fallon. So, yeah, i on that,
2: it that on next Friday. That is ridiculous. So did you ever do any stand-up here at all?
1: I have performed in Ireland, but I
2: didn't start there. I actually started in
1: Orlando, Florida.
2: Oh wow! you like you're performing to retirees and stuff.
1: <laughs> a lot. I actually performed uh, to every every type of person you can imagine in Florida. Because whenever I did like Disney area stuff, it was a lot of <laughs> touristy crowds. Yeah, yeah. And then when I, when I went on the road, it could be anything from old folks to bikers. So I've seen the full spectrum.
2: Wow, Orlando. I mean, that's generally not the comedy mecca. Are you still in Orlando? No,
1: I've been in New York the last two and a half years. Funny story, the whole reason I moved to New York was me and a friend of mine went on a road trip and uh, our van broke down there, so I was like, ah, this will do. And I just stayed (laughs) there for three and a half years.
2: (laughs) I mean, you know what, why think any more than that? Just, you know.
1: Right, right. And then when the comedy started going well and I started trying to pursue it further, that's when I shot back to New York to kind of push on
2: yeah yeah because i I've been I've been I've been to one comedy gig in New York there before and kind of got a little bit I don't want to say shafted right but obviously comedy uh New York is famous for has some of the most famous comedy clubs in the world are in yeah. New York you know and that's where all the the global heavyweights you know master their craft and and kind of a gig right. is in New York and I was down at Times Square a couple of years ago and some okay. guy came up to me with a booklet and he was selling tickets to like a comedy gig and I was like oh this is probably for the one around the corner because it was one of my things to do in New York was go to a comedy gig it's one of the things you have to do so I wanted to do it right. and this guy started showing me this flip book of uh, here's all the people who've performed you know Chris Rock's performed at the club and all these other huge American comedians and yeah. he's like and I was like oh yeah man sold sold two two minutes ago so bought a couple of tickets off him, and then looked at the back of the tickets and was looking at the address <laughs> it was like a, a 20 minute subway ride up to the to the west side or to the, the west uh, village up, oh, up kind of north yeah. I was kind of like oh this wasn't like it was still good night but this wasn't kind of like this wasn't what right. i had in mind you know what i mean
1: i wonder what the ve- i wonder what the venue was because those guys are fa- it's fa- that's famously happened to so many people in times square where like they'll just be like oh tina fey performed here yeah. like tina fey was never a stand up
2: comedian how are you saying i got shafted Sean I can't believe yeah, it it's like yeah, albert yeah, einstein performed here last week in uh, you know a few other heads
1: yeah, well, you see, the thing is, they're, just, they're it's its just the drink minimum. They just want people know, to buy yeah, two yeah. drinks. They don't care about that. They gladly, comedy clubs, a lot of them would gladly just give out free tickets every night just to make money off the bar, you know?
2: Yeah, no, we got charged as well. I don't think they've ever done it here, um, but I know they do it over there in a few places. Yeah, the two-drink minimum. And I remember halfway through the show, my girlfriend wasn't drinking, or she was having a Coke or whatever, and in the middle right. of some guy's set, your one comes in and lays down another bill. To to make up the difference in 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 what she hadn't spent, you know what I mean? It was really awkward. It was like, uh, oh, we would have yeah. fixed up at the end. Just relax there, you? Really. They were straight down going, nope, money now. I've
1: seen that where they do, or they do uh, what they call the non-alcoholic package, and it's like unlimited water for twenty dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like sign me up, man! Whoa, what a deal!
1: Yeah, and even at unlimited, they'll show up to you twice if that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, like, God damn no, it. Uh, but but um speaking of you know, you seem to have done a range of gigs. You I know you've gigged a couple you did electric picnic here during the summer as well. Um yeah. but what has been you know, you mentioned retirees and bikers, over the last seven years, what do you feel has been, let's say, the worst gigs you've ever done?
1: Oof, the worst. Uh they're now there's been there's been a few There's been a few Interesting ones Like I said There was one Where uh, I performed In a side room At a bowling alley <laughs> where, <laughs> yes. where Where you could actually Hear the pins Being knocked on Oh down. no <laughs> Yeah Not only that, but also the other side. You could hear pins and the machine and everything because it was just right by the other side of the wall on the stage. It was also like arcade machines there. So like I remember at one point delivering a punchline and it was like, it was honestly so comical. It was like something out of a movie because like right as I delivered the punchline, even though a couple of people laughed, Just in the distance, you could fadedly hear the sound of someone losing at (laughs) Pac-Man. No (laughs) way! Punchline, little bit of a chuckle.
2: (laughs) And you're like, if that isn't a sign, I don't know what is.
1: But yeah, this is. So this will be my last gig.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'm gonna go Uh, chase some ghosts of my own out of my life
1: oh yeah i I let's see what else now. there was one two, two more. I remember doing like I said a biker bar, yeah, where i just I was told very little about the gig, but I showed up and I was literally performing for just bikers oh and, wow. Uh, yeah, it was uh I just kind of up top, I was trying to just get you know get them involved, gauge them out, see how. Interested, they were in actually having comedy, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: I try I'm trying to engage with them, and I, I just go, "So, what do you guys, uh, what do you guys do for fun around here?" And uh, and a guy yells out, "We ride bikes." Oh, don't f- make fun of it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's like, all my okay. bike material gone. That's the 20 minutes uh, of good stuff out the window. Yeah, this is a. Uh, this is the first time I've ever been paid to be a hostage. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting move.
1: Wow. Definitely. And and the third one that i mentioned is one time a friend of mine uh, lined me up this gig. They were like, hey, we got uh, there's these two regulars that come into my restaurant. And every Christmas they throw this big Christmas party. And uh, they do something fun every year for the guests. This year, they want to do comedians. Lovely. I said, you'd be able to do it. Um, so here's what they need, right? Yeah. <laughs> they said, she said, we want you to, they want you to do stand-up comedy, do like whatever a headline and set is of all Christmas-themed material. What? Yeah. So all Christmas-themed te- stand-up material, and they're going to pay you Fifty dollars. Wow! And it wasn't actually no, sorry. It was forty-five dollars.
2: Right? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, cutbacks. You no, know. they ended up. Now I will say they ended up paying more, but a, lot, a good bit more. But I get to the gig right, mm. and uh, it's me and a friend of mine. I have a friend of mine opening up for me, and I was like, I, I didn't really put much thought into the Christmas theme material. You know, I had a couple of bits. So I was like, I'll just work those in. It'll be fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we show up. Me and my friend, and we get to this really nice house. It's real fancy. Uh, the decorations are lovely. And we walk inside and realize it's not really the kind of party. It's not like a real and party. It's actually just their family, like their extended family. Oh, So there's, like, maybe 15, like, friends and family, mostly older people, but, of course, just to make the gig that little bit harder, also some children in the
2: crowd. Oh, no. Yeah, Yeah. of course there is.
1: So, oh, and I forgot one other thing. They also wanted us to wear uh,
2: holiday-themed clothing. (laughs) (laughs) Of course they did. Go whole hog, put a stupid Christmas jumper on. So I'm dressed in the only... Uh, it's like, a, like this Christmas T-shirt.
1: Yeah. With like a red T-shirt with Christmas trees on it. And for some reason, a moose wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most Christmassy thing I had. But I, kept, I get to the show and um, they don't even have a mic for us. I'm performing for just this family. And uh, we're, we don't have a mic and we're performing standing in front of a six-foot Santa and a Christmas tree. Lovely. Yeah, and I basically just spend as my friend goes up first, really struggles, and I basically just bailed on the idea of doing stand-up comedy and just told them lighthearted Christmas stories for (laughs) twenty-five minutes until I ran out. And uh, what lighthearted
2: Christmas stories do you have? Like the tale of Jesus Nazareth and stuff. (laughs) So I did. I did one story about um, uh, this time
1: I was. uh, I had Thanksgiving up in like Syracuse with this friend of mine and uh, his cousin uh, said to me, oh, you're leaving on Wednesday, right? And, uh, and, and I said, what's Wednesday? And she goes, you know, like the day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I go, oh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And then she just yells out in front of her whole family, you guys don't have Wednesdays in Ireland? Oh, so, like, no, oh, no. just kind of really like, not comedy, just real like. Stupid shit. Ah, and, then, and then this happened. And one time, and I told another story about a time my mom tried to get me to go to church on Christmas Eve, you know. <laughs> so it was just a whole lot of guiding them through, you know, uh, an experience and just getting out of there.
2: Yeah, and was you just the two years on then? And then thank you and good night the two of us and then they kind of like wanted us to stick around for a oh, little bit and meet bit everyone food, and we yeah. were just like we just bombed in front
1: of your family
2: what do you <laughs> want from us <laughs> have we not suffered enough would you like to whip yeah, us for another right. hour or two
1: yeah yeah so, but they wanted us to eat with them and stuff too yeah and it, like, we just they made they ended up making us a place we we just like they made us a plate each, and we just like and gave us a hundred bucks each, and we got out of there.
2: Ah, oh, brilliant! At least at least it was a bit extra. You could wipe the tears away with an extra fifty.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds.
3: Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right?
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, not the memory.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, like we've been trying for years to wipe that memory. It's still hanging around. I apologize for bringing it up, Sean.
1: that's all right, that's all right. Thankfully, uh, I seem to be moving on to better things
2: now. Yeah, definitely. So uh, you are doing The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Like, this is ridiculously big, you know what I mean? Like, this this is, it's even hard to kind of comprehend. So it's this Friday, you're going to be on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. How did you wind up getting that gig? And I mean that as an interested person here on the radio and also as a comedian going, so uh, who books that? Yeah, right.
1: Well, it's funny, crazy. What happened was... um, I flew to. I, I got accepted, invited to take part in this uh, competition called Stand Up NBC, which is uh, which is like a, a diversity showcase over here in America. So um, I was basically the white guy in a diversity showcase. <laughs> 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 have to have one. Just take it. Keep them happy. Yeah. Well, so no, I so I did that. I flew to Houston, did a two minute audition set. Um, and I moved on to the semifinals. I did the semifinals, had a really good feeling about the set, and then uh, there there were, like, industry judges there and stuff, and the next thing, one of them reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to do an audition showcase for Fallon, Um, and I did it, like, a couple of months back, and I found out they only hold it once a year, so I did the showcase, went great, had a really really good feeling about it, you know, and then um, I was kind of chatting over and back with the guy, like, uh, just kind of feeling it out. But it, honestly, in my head, I was just like, look, the industry has acknowledged me. We'll see what happens. If I if I end up getting something out of this three years, two, three years from now, fantastic. Yeah, but then yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just a little bit before Christmas, he reached out to me. He was like, all right, one off of your late night TV debut. So, no way. It's funny. I actually knew. Uh, I found out before I went back to Ireland. I went back to Ireland with... Uh, Colm Tyrrell, we did a, a mini tour of Ireland there over to the Christmas. Yeah, no, Colm. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, Colm's great, good friend of mine here in New York. I knew before I went back, but I couldn't use it to promote the tour because yeah. I wasn't allowed to announce it yet. Oh, no. Yeah. Just, so, <laughs> so I'm just going back like, all right, well, I hope people show up to these gigs, uh, even though
2: I could, <laughs> I could be pushing it by telling them I'm going to be on the Tonight Show, but whatever. Ah, sure, such is life. Now, that's, oh, that's ridiculous, man. Fair play. Like, that's, uh, yeah, no one has has done that at all.
1: It's crazy. I didn't even. I didn't. I had no idea the significance be until until I was offered it, and I was talking to column about it, and he said, "I don't think anyone's any Irish comedian's ever done that." I mean, we've we've had you know, Irish uh, you know people being interviewed or whatever. Yeah, I imagine the usuals
2: is. like the, the Saoirse Ronans and the Colin Farrells have probably popped up there once or twice and I don't right. know if Bono's done it, but right, no, right, no but, uh, comedians. I only so, think, I can't remember, I don't even know of any Irish comedian who has done late-night TV apart from, I think, Ed Byrne did Conan back in the day. And I can't think of any other one who has done interesting. late-night
1: I I'm not sure about this, but I think, for some reason, I think David O'Doherty might have done a set on one of them. Right. But I don't think anyone's done the tonight show, no.
2: Oh man, fair play. Listen, is that going out live to, to, to can you see it in Ireland on Friday? Do you know?
1: Yeah, so it it's gonna be it's on NBC. I don't know where it can be uh I don't know where it can be watched over in Ireland, but you know the way they do it, they just release it um the following day on um on, YouTube, on YouTube and stuff. I'll be, yeah, 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 yeah. be up on the on the Facebook page too. So yeah, it'll be all out there.
2: Listen, man, uh, congratulations and very best of luck. Thanks for coming on. I like, I like to call this the exclusive, the first ever exclusive interview with the first ever Irish comedian to go on uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Um, where? What are your social media handles as well so we can uh, give you a follow and kind of see how you're getting on?
1: Oh, perfect. Yeah, that, that'd be great because uh, I don't want to be embarrassing myself in front of the Yanks here. I don't have any follower, followers on <laughs> <I am, man>.
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw you one or two before you go on, dress you up a little. Yeah right exactly.
1: Hey, they can grab me on. Uh, you can like my uh, my Facebook page is just Sean Finerty, S E A N F I N N E R T Y, and then Twitter and Instagram is the same thing. It's just uh, just a Y in there, so Sean Finerty, S E A N Y F I N N E R T Y.
2: Perfect, uh, Sean. Best of luck. Thanks for coming on this evening. I'll I'll be tuning in at some at some way, uh, and and seeing how you get on. But uh, yeah, from all of us here in Dublin, and FM Congrats, man. Lad, thanks, for any comment. Cheers. No worries. Chat to you again soon. Uh, Sean Finney uh, will be live on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon. The first, and you'll be able to say, you know what? I heard that lad on FM one hundred and four before he got huge and before before he got famous. Still to come on the show, uh, We'll say we'll say before twenty past eleven. Okay, I am going to give you one final opportunity to get your worst date stories into the show. Five three one hundred four for twenty cent. Six seven nine seven FM one hundred four. If you want to come on, have a quick chat. Gav is outside waiting to take your call. If it is, if it is pretty bad. Doesn't matter how bad it is, you'll be in the draw. But if it's pretty bad, you will be in with the opportunity to win the uh, the novelty binocular flasks that have everyone uh, everyone's talking about them after they appeared at the Cheltenham races uh, the other day. So uh, last couple of minutes, if you have a disastrous date, five three one zero four for twenty cent, and we'll pick. I will pick a winner, and could be you going home with your brand new binocular flasks right after these.
0: FM one zero four Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore.